Now, you're here to explain some more about what's going on spiritually and for the new year as well. You're going to come back, you know, next Friday to yes, talk I about the, the new year in, what number is it? 57? 5781. 81. Right? So, 5780. We're still one more week left of 5780. 80 is pay. Next week will be pay Aleph. And Aleph is the, uh, the number one in Hebrew. And just to help you understand, one of the most important uh, numbers, letters you could ever ask for because, uh, as, you, as you know, God is one and there's nothing before him. There's no mm. zero in their alphabet. So, it is the predominant, the most important. So, as we start the year, there's some really cool things, and especially because I think we're all tired of 2020. Mm -hmm. I know I am. So, uh, we're going to jump into that, and I'll talk, take you through a prophetic look at all of that, and a lot of amazing things coming up next week. Uh, of course, that's Rosh Hashanah, but 2023 years ago, today would have been Rosh Hashanah, September mm. 11th. So, this is the birthday of Jesus. Now, going back through time, of course, you have different calendars and all, so it can get a little bit confusing, but uh, well, we're just going to be here for the next four weeks on Fridays. And uh, teach you some of the cool things anywhere from, uh, of course, Rosh Hashanah. We're going to creation week is this week, upcoming week. So I'm teaching creation today, Rosh Hashanah next, then Yom Kippur and Feast of Tabernacles and then Victory Partner Days. So it's going to be really cool. So we're going to, we're looking up at the sky. Now I know the sun is up. If you have the right app, you can look at any time and look at the stars, which is really cool. Because there's always stars out there, you understand. Uh, 24 hours a day, they're there. You just can't see them because of the brightness of the sun. But let's go back in time now, way, way back. Uh, we're going to call this one Part 3, Look to the North. Because the constellations were named before the Tower of Babel, you can find these stars carved on cave walls. The bull, you know, is Taurus, and Orion, that little belt of three stars it's easy to find, both appear in cave art dating back 500 years before Noah's flood. And there's no mythology names or any stories like that with them because it didn't exist. Uh, Greeks and the Romans weren't just for a few hundred years before Christ. So, obviously, you're going back almost 6,000 years. So, the specific 12 constellations we recognize today as the Zodiac is referred to as the Maseroth in Joseph. Job 38. Uh, in Job 26, Job says God formed the constellation figures. So no astrology. This is astronomy. All right. There's no kind of weird things of how the stars are affecting your life. The stars are the story of Jesus. It's the gospel story. It's told by the 12 constellations that track across the sky following the ecliptic, the path that the sun and moon appear to take. They don't really do that. It just looks like that from the earth. But God named all the stars, the Bible says, and so every constellation declares some aspect of his glory. Now, I'm going to really focus on those 12 today, but before we jumped into the 12, let me show you a couple others that exist outside of it. Some of these you can see all the time, and for me growing up, uh, you know, when I go out to look at the night sky, I could really only spot one for most of my life, and that was the Big or Little Dipper. And so, if you go out tonight, I want to just kind of a little primer here to begin. Face the north, figure out which way is north, and you're, you're going to have to help me out on that. <laughs> well, for our house, it's really easy because the front door faces north. Mm. See, it's getting easier for you. So, you go out on the back porch, look towards the front door, and look up, and you'll find uh, the Big Dipper or the Little Dipper, either one. You just see the little, the little, little pan looking thing up there. 
the stars on the front of the dipper point to Polaris. Polaris is the North Star, and that's the one star in the sky which stays in the same place. It doesn't move because it's a pole star. If you stuck a pole through the Earth on the, and spun it on the axis, the top won't spin. That's so uh, when you look up and see the pole star, the North Star, you're looking at the top of, of, of the universe, so to speak, or at least the spinning where we look. There's about a billion stars in the Milky Way. We can only see a few thousand. So just to show you, there's a lot of stars there. But it's the easiest place to start. So start in the north. You'll see the Big Dipper. Now, we call it the Big Dipper, but it's got a bunch of names. Uh, Ursa Major is called. They also call it the Greater and Lesser Bear. And that's where the sad tragedy begins. Originally, it was Doven in Hebrew, which is the sheepfold. There was a linguistic error, an understandable one, but a sad one. The Greeks switched the Hebrew word for bear, which is dov, for the Hebrew word for sheepfold, Doven. So it was close. It's almost spelled exactly like, except they missed one letter, ended up with a bear instead of a sheep. So time has delivered us the greater and lesser bear instead of the sheepfolds. But here's what Micah says. I will surely assemble all of you, O Jacob. I will surely gather the remnant of Israel, I'll put them together like sheep of the fold, like a flock in the midst of their pasture. They shall make a loud noise because of so many people. So that story of the gospel includes outside the 12 constellations, but thankfully, God named the stars, and so many retain their ancient names. The stars at the end of the handle of the dipper means assembly, which is the church in Greek. The two stars on the end of the dipper mean flock and purchased. So very clearly, we're talking about sheep and this up there. So now if you look just to the left of the Big Dipper, you're going to see it's very faint. You may only see a couple of stars, but it's a guy named Boots. And it's uh, the herdsman. And Boots means the coming one. The brightest star, Arcturus, takes its name from a Greek poem. Its ancient name was Aosh, which has been preserved in the book of Job. And it means to hasten. And that's where you, I read earlier Arcturus, but that's, Oh, that was a translation of the word, but it means to hasten. So Jason, Jesus is identified pretty clearly by two stars there. Nechar is pierced one, and Ezar means prince with God. So clearly, we're not talking about a bear, anything around here. We're talking about the sheepfold, and we're also looking up at night, and the bear isn't going to inspire anybody, but we want you to encounter Jesus. And we've all experienced the blessing of having Jesus as our good shepherd, who hastened his coming as the Son of God to be pierced for his sheep. So now when you go out at night, take a moment. If there's, And the great thing is in the next week, uh, we're getting closer to the new moon, which is dark, so the stars will be easier to see. And go to the north, look, and you'll be looking at the sheepfold, and guess what you are? You are one of the sheep of God. You are the church, all right? So the sheep of his pasture. So uh, on a clear night, look up and see yourself and realize that star Nechar nearby that's part of the shepherd. He's always with you. And God named those very stars as part of his story from the beginning of time to begin to proclaim the good news to saints like Job and Abram. And that's where they got this great faith as these conversations with God. They watched and talked at night. It's uh, a simple but profound thing. Now, you can download some free apps, like you're saying, that help you just hold your phone up, and it will kind of, like, direct you where to look. If you're like me and you have no idea, like, you're directionally challenged when that GPS tells you. It really does help because I use, I, like I said, it's a free app, Star Tracker Light. 
and it shows you north, south, east, and west. And yeah. You put it up and you go, hey, I see it. Even in the daytime, I can sit in here right now and hold my phone up and look at the Big Dipper. And I say, there I am, right in the sky. Even though the sun is out right now, it doesn't change. It'll be in a different you know, yeah. places of the sky. And so you get to kind of watch the ecliptic as a dotted line. And so you can always watch, you know, just where to look. And so I know as I look over towards the moon, when the moon rises tonight, you'll the moon will always be on the ecliptic. So you can also start mm. at the moon and, and, and look up. And you just got to figure out which direction. Or if you saw where the sun went down, that's the path that the moon's going to take, too. I feel like my landlords are going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're going to see me like... <laughs> <Boring>. <laughs> trying to find... <laughs> I'm looking for the ecliptic. <laughs>